Yo, what up? 3HL is on the air. 104.5 The Zone. Happy Tuesday. It is Titan Playoff Week. Hope you're as excited as we are. The Titans and Bengals going at it at Nissan Stadium on Saturday at 3.30. Catch all the action right here on 104.5 The Zone. Broadcasting live from Buffalo Wild Wings. We certainly appreciate the great people at Buffalo Wild Wings for hosting these Tuesday shows all year long. Most as definitely. long as the Titans keep winning, we'll keep doing them. Yeah. Titans win Saturday. We'll go to Hermitage. Hermitage, right? Yeah, Hermitage. Next week. Mm-hmm. So that's where we'll be. Yeah. Live we and got, direct. We got two main topics. Titans, Bengals. And Tennessee's playing at Vanderbilt tonight. <laughs> the air-conditioned Memorial Gym. <laughs> yeah. Where Ron Slay has had some battles. I love it in there. I love it in there. In real SEC games and in pickup games and in all kinds of games. On that floor, that raised stage of a surface. That's the way I treated it, too, like it was a stage. And I, I was, uh, I was the I act. I saw you. You did see me. I was the act. I got to admit, I wasn't sitting there going, hey, you know, one day I'll be doing a sports talk show with that guy flying down the court. <laughs> but that's what's going on. 615-737-1045. We did get word that Roger Saffold, meetings going till 5 o'clock. Yeah. Is headed this way. Oh, really? That's real. Was that breaking news to you too? Yeah, I had no idea. Roger Saffold is headed this way. We call him the OG OG, the original gangster offensive guard. Yeah. That's uh so he is headed this way. The story of the day, Derrick Henry at practice today in the ads for the first time in a long time. Coach said that helps. Yeah, I would think so. Padded workout helps. I would he, think so. He also said we'll have a week of work. We'll see how he feels, and we'll make a decision. Do you think that they really don't know what that decision is going to be? That's some, that's some good um, coach talk right there. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> decision is being made. Now, this this is one time I'll say, man, listen, I don't never think coaches should listen to players or the crowd or anything, but I think this decision has been made. He out there working out. That man getting in that game. I don't care if it's the going victory formation. All I need <laughs> from that, that one video that Jim White put out, well, there was a couple of different things on that video. Yeah. What I saw was a man trying to fit in like six months worth of, six weeks worth of practice mm-hmm. into one practice session. Yeah. He looked determined. <laughs> he didn't look like a guy that was like hoping to play on Saturday. Right. He looked like a guy that was getting – as ready as he could to play on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's ready. I know I'm ready to see him. I'm ready to see him. I've had an even better idea. When the offense comes out on the field, instead of announcing starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. And instead of saying, because my idea was don't say that, Ryan Tannehill won't care, you Mm -hmm. announce at running back, number 22, Derrick Henry. Instead of even saying that, the king returns. Just say that. Just, just let them run on that. Oh, they lose their minds in yeah, that place. I think so, too. Including all of us. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in there, and my mind's going to be gone. Matter of fact, I ain't going to lose mine. I'm going to sit mine at home. I'm coming in the stadium with You're not no even going to bring the mind? I ain't got no mind this time. My, I'm mindless for this game right here. I don't need my brain to work at all. <laughs> I'm coming to the game to chill, just constant chill. I don't need no brain for that. I'm just yelling. By the way, we did some research. Somebody told us, because... We started a movement here on 3HL that 
Like the Steelers have renegade. They play that in the fourth quarter. Everybody loses their minds, mm-hmm. and, and the team loses its mind. Suddenly turnovers start happening. Sacks start happening. The opposing team loses its mind, really. Yeah. So we came up with the idea, we be in the city, right? Yeah. That's what we need played at Nissan Stadium. Start of the fourth quarter. Somebody said, hell with that. Start it in the first quarter. Just, yeah. Just roll. I like that. But, yeah. but you need, like, a crescendo. You need, like, the it's right spot to play. Yeah, you got to see. That's, that's If you play it too much, it loses its thing. Yep. You got to have the timing of it. And, like, it's, it's a lot that goes with it, man. But you fill it out as it goes, and you'll figure it out. So like, somebody yeah. said, you can't do that because they play that song in the Bengals games. And that, that was false. Yeah, we did our research. Yeah, that was false. Sources really close to us. Yeah. That would know. Yeah, my reps, my reps said that ain't no. That's a no-go. They would have known if that was being played. So, Another one, good one, though, somebody just said on the, on the chat, uh, Young Buck, who's from here, yeah. this, this song Stomp. Stomp is a good song, too. They, they got a nice build-up and beat to it, too. So, And then I can see everybody in the stadium stomping their feet, too. That would be kind of dope. Uh, that'd be, I think that would be hype. 615-737-1045. So the big news is that uh, they had a padded practice today. The Point spreads uh, coming up this weekend. Cincinnati at Tennessee, obviously three and a half. Titans favored by three and a half. All right. Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City a two point favorite now. Mm. Money going in on the on the uh, Bills. That's going to be an interesting game too, man. Guy here over at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings came and showed me what was it? Eighty six percent of the money was on the Titans. Yeah. And like sixty four percent of the bets. Mm. which means a lot of big money on the Titans. Yeah, that makes sense. I would bet on them, too. It's a different team, man. NFC, San Francisco at Green Bay. Green Bay by six. Green Bay's winning that game. I think so, too, man. I can't believe in San Francisco. I, I can't either. I can't either, especially the way Jimmy G, Jimmy G plays in second halves of games. Like, he'll go through a spurt, man. He just can't hit nobody. Plus, I think Aaron Rodgers is just pissed off at everybody. So he's winning games out of spite. He looked pretty good when he in his own. By the way, that insurance commercial where he's the game show host, he's awful in that. <laughs> I hate it. I, I don't I don't like to use the word hate, but I hate that commercial. I saw it once but didn't really pay attention. I'm about to check it out. He's so monotone and like disinterested, which is honestly yeah. I think how he is. LA Rams at Tampa Bay, Tampa favored by three. Love the Rams in that matchup. As Alan Bell said. All Tampa has is Tom Brady. Now, that's a lot. And then we told you the stat earlier. Sports Center put it out. Tom Brady is older than every NFC head coach that's still playing. That's tough. Think about that. That's a vet is what that is. Tom Brady is older than the rest of the NFC coaches playing, <laughs> including Bruce Arians, who looks like he's going to blow up the building at any point. <laughs> yeah. Does Bruce Arians not terrify the hell out of you? Yeah. With that, with that thing wrapped around his... His chest. You see, you see, um, when he hit, what he hit, playing his play in the head. Yeah. In the game, like, dude, get away. Try- what are you doing? He said he's trying to keep him from getting a pill. Yeah, I, I feel him. Like, man, we got too much on the line, dude. Boom. What's wrong with you? Smacked upside the head. Whoops. <laughs> upside <laughs> the head. Yeah, Do you think that Bruce Aarons would get fined by the NFL for hitting his own player in the head? Oh. Uh, uh, I mean, today's world. Today's world is a little different. You're right. It's a little bit different. Do you ever get slapped upside the head? Heck yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Plenty of times. What were you thinking, son? 
Here's the what other thing. That's what would follow. What were you thinking, son? Here's the other thing. Get, earning that number one seed, obviously yeah. you get to buy, you get the extra time. The Titans injury report is negligible this, this week, or today, sorry. Three names. One of them was limited. The other two fully participated. So really nothing. Yeah. Um, but what it gives you, too, is Buffalo and Kansas City play Sunday night. So if the Titans beat the Bengals, they'll play again next Saturday. So that's another short week well, for the opposition. That's part of it. It's part of it. You get shorter, you get shorter weeks. You don't, you don't come in first. All right, let's that's get, the luxury of being first. Let's get Darrington in here, Hunk, and then we'll take the break. Darrington is next up on 3HL at 615-737-1045. What up, D? Hakuna Matata. Hey. Oh, here we go. That's my favorite what a wonderful phrase. phrase. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that a normal man will go get what he can. But a king, a king will give back. And I want you to look across that field, Ryan. <laughs> I want you to understand, all that green grass you see there, Derek, that's ours. That's the prize land. And you're able to run as much as you want to. Be free. Be one. It is the circle of life. And I just want everybody to know, I can't wait to be king. Zaza, take me out. Clang on the roof. Hey, man, that's a new song. Yeah, they come in, man. That's a bad boy right there. That's a bad boy right there. I'm telling you. Hey, you can tease the crowd with it. D's phone call better than Puncture Lung Tony's phone call. Oh, without today. question. Oh, way to go, Darrington. All right. Way uh, to rebound. More of your phone calls when we come back. Roger Saffold is on his way. Buffalo Wild Wings, get here, get registered. We are giving away Titans Bengals tickets at the very end of the show. So you've got time to get here. Cool Springs, Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be right back. Brent Doherty, Ron Slade, Don Davenport on vacation. We'll be right back on 1045. There's a. Dang, I kind of want to chill with this intro. 3HL 1045, the zone. I ain't in the mood to chill, though, Slay. It's no, playoff week. It can't be. That's a chill mood right there, though. She love every time you do it. <laughs> We're in the city. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hey, no Robert Saville had meetings until 5 o'clock. It is 519. My man rolls up here in some Kansas Jayhawk shorts. Hey, <laughs> what, up, what up, OG, OG? What's up, man? What's OG up? I had, I had to make sure I pulled up, man, for, for real. I was like, oh, coach. <laughs> I don't know if I can sit in here for this last 15 minutes. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. Can you imagine? <laughs> Coach Brady was like, where you got to be, Saffold? I got to go do 3HL, man. Oh, I'm about to do this uh, this, this, this child. <laughs> uh, anything else. Some I'm about to help people, kids yeah. in the hospital. <laughs> we, we, had, uh, we had written you off, man, because uh, we're like, hey, he's got better things to do. We all understand. Like, this is a big week, bro. Yeah, it's a huge week, man. It's a huge week, and I and I love these weeks because these are the weeks, man, that they, your best football gets pulled out of you. These I, tough matchups. I know you told us a few weeks ago that you had never been twelve year career. You'd never been a number one seed. Right. Have you ever had a bye week in the in the playoff? Yes, yes. The year I went to the Super Bowl, we were the number two seed. Uh, we had wait, a bye week. What? Year the only heard. other time he had a bye week, they went to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yeah. And we uh, our first game, our first game after the bye week. We, we beat on the Dallas Cowboys pretty bad. Mm. 
Spike so, O'Neal. That bite, that, that bye week really helps. Man. We've been, we've been talking about that. I've never seen yeah. a more undisciplined team. You don't have to respond to that. <laughs> but, I mean, just like Cowboys fans had to just be sitting there watching 14 penalties fly around and, and, and a quarterback take off running with 14 seconds left and no timeouts wondering what in the world. What, what, what kills me is the fact that, like, somebody will commit a foul and then be looking at the ref like, what? And then you look at the – the, the replay, it's the most egregious. You're talking about Randy Gregory. Yes. Randy Gregory absolutely mauled the guy and tackled him and then got up saying, what? <laughs> you had to feel it. Like, what, like, what were you looking at? Oh, my keg hurts <laughs> from laughing. So what do you do on a Bible? Like you said, you're going to spend time with your kids. Did, did yeah. you watch a lot of football like, like sure all did. of us? Sure did. I was able to fit everything in because I, uh, I got a little NFL app. And plus, uh, yeah. On my way back, back to uh, to Nashville, uh, on Delta they had the live TV, so I was watching the games the whole time. And I'm not gonna lie, when I saw <laughs> when I saw that fumble recovery by the Steelers, I was like, "Wait a minute, what's <laughs> hold on? What's yeah, going on?" Yeah. And then when they scored the next three possessions, I was like, "Oh, okay, everything's right. back to normal." Yeah, yeah things back to normal. <laughs> they gave a little hope then. For a they showed sure it. Yeah. That, that was wild because I mean they had a great defensive game plan against Kansas City. They just oh, yeah. they don't have the offense to take advantage of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it too many times we saw over the weekend that people were starting. That one team was starting from like the forty and fifty yard line. Yeah. Every series, and the other team was like from five to yeah. ten. Yeah. I mean, in the in the L.A. Rams Cardinals game, I didn't know what the Cardinals was going to do because they never got a chance to start on their own twenty five. No. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean the the Rams had a great game plan and and they were running the football and and yeah. you're right. I mean. Uh, Arizona just started deep in their own territory. And then Kyler Murray, I thought, started to press a little bit, started to, as a young quarterback, you know, doing this for the first time. It, he, it, it almost, watching him, felt like he was trying to do too much. Yeah, so like he said at the beginning of the game that he wanted to treat it just like any other game. And that's I hard think, to do, isn't it? I think, that that, I think that's good for a quarterback. The only thing is without any experience, that's easier said than done. There you right. Go. That's easier said than done. And, uh, you know, what we saw Kyler kind of go through was like he was stuck in quicksand, and yeah. the harder he fought, the deeper he sank. And that's like kind of how the game went. It's almost like like his brain got locked up a little bit. Like that that play where he threw the ball underhanded out of the end zone. I mean, he had all day to throw the football. It, it just yeah. looked like things were going slow in his head. And and yeah. that that's that to me. I, obviously, I've never done it, but to me, you could explain that by simply saying that's playoff football. It's different. Yeah, playoff football is faster. Um, I think I was watching. You know, I, I still follow the Rams on Twitter, um, and I think that it, uh, Aaron Donald was talking about that, about how things are more physical and things are faster. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's all true. Yeah. And especially from the teams with the bye week. Yeah. I mean, those guys are flying around. And, I mean, the, the hitting is just every single one seems huge. So you've seen a lot of injuries going on yeah. all throughout Wild Card Weekend. Um, it's been complete madness. I kind of think that the Rams got the short end of the stick on that one. How you gonna play on Monday? Then gotta play on 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 Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> That's you got one day less, and you gotta fly cross country. Yeah. Well, it's like I mean, if you guys get the win, Buffalo and Kansas City play Sunday night. That's so right. So then they have a short week. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But uh-huh. which is a benefit to the yeah, one seed, it's a, right? Yeah, like, it's definitely a benefit to the one seed. Yeah. But honestly, they play Sunday night. You got a game the next Sunday. Right. You know what I mean? It'd be different. I mean, that Monday night to Sunday night is. It's, it's pretty tough. It's yeah. pretty tough, especially yeah. if you need a whole day to fly over there. And that's what I, I, I was telling them about, like what you were talking about with the the difference in the playoff game. It's, it's also 
when you go to playoff games, you can speak to this. When you go to the next round, it's different than the first round. Mm -hmm. So if you've never been in it, it's kind of hard to explain. Like, you don't really understand the speed or how to go through it. But with you guys being vets, how, how much does that help knowing how to approach a game? Well, the wild card weekend is more of a like, okay, handle the excitement, and then when you get into the flow of the game, do what you do, right. offensive, defense, and special teams. Right. Make sure you guys are working together because it's really training for the next round because the next round is going to be like, all right, whoever's the most efficient, whoever's going to have the least amount of penalties, the least amount of turnovers, and run the football better are going to be the people that win the game. Right. And then, of course, you get to the AFC Championship game, it's like all bets are off. It's like it doesn't matter what you do. You scratch, you claw, you do whatever yeah. you can to get this final win yeah. before you go to the Super Bowl. As a veteran, are there conversations you can have? Are there things you can say to some of the guys that haven't been in this position to maybe help them with what playoff football is? Man, I've, I've thought long and hard about this one because right. every single person is different, and you don't want to overload these young players into making mistakes. So I think that the best thing that you could tell them is just to cut it loose. Don't worry about the mistakes. Just worry about each play, you know. Um, I, I have the pleasure of working with uh, some sports psychology guys. Yeah. And it's all about hitting that reset after each play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as an offensive lineman, you like to dwell on the last play. <laughs> That's just what you like to do. <laughs> but, but you know, hitting that reset button allows you to just kind of forget about the last play and just focus on what's in front of you. And for young guys, I think that matters a lot. Yeah, that, that, that's big time. That's what people uh, used to tell me about Marcus Mariota because, like, that they felt like that he would get locked up mentally and that he would overthink things and that he just needed to, and the phrase was always, let it rip. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's kind of the phrase, right? Like, just, just go out there and do what you do. Do your job and let it rip. When we see, when we see Mariota let it rip, he does some things that we've never seen any, any other quarterback do. I mean, really? when he took a quarterback draw, like, 85 yards, I was just like, how? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how? It, it, it seems like it's impossible. But he's always been like that. So it's like if he just cuts it loose, he's going to he's gonna make people miss. He's going to make things happen. He's going to have that crazy play where they tipped the pass at Kansas City and he caught it and scored <laughs> in the playoffs. I mean, yep. that, that, I was was that was unbelievable. I was, that was there. unbelievable. That was wild. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope he gets another shot somewhere else because the Raiders did try to use him a little bit this year. He just – the longest run of their season until the playoff game was his run right. in the first drive of the first game, and then he got hurt. Right. Um, but great dude, you know. Always, oh, yeah. Always yeah. want what's best for him. Always want another shot because when you yeah. got a dual threat quarterback like that, he needs to be used in this league. Yeah. Now, you don't know exactly what system that works with when you got people like Mahomes now, you know what I mean, uh, just just sitting in the pocket and just throwing dimes everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of like, all right, where does it fit in with today's football? It's like. It's like Kansas City Chiefs were like the Golden State Warriors at one time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, how can we make our team to be able to beat that team? So it's, so it's kind of going back and forth with having the mobile quarterback and having the pocket passer. Yeah, and he's kind of both. And then he throws like, like to me, I always think about like those baseball highlights where the shortstop goes way to his right, backhands the ball and throws it across the field. That's what he looks like when he throws the football to me. Mm. And he's got a baseball pass and his dad played baseball. But he flicks the wrist instead of just flat out spinning it, you know? Yeah, I, I wonder I wonder if you can even, like, deconstruct that and go back after it. I mean, that probably would take a lot of coaching, a lot of work in the offseason. But, uh, <laughs> right. but, but honestly, we've seen what, what Mariota can do. So I would I'd be shocked if he didn't get another shot. Yeah. I didn't anticipate going down that path, but there he goes. Mariota <laughs> talk here. Roger Saffold with us on 3HL.
Obviously, Titans-Bengals coming up on uh, Saturday at 3.30. You anticipate Nissan Stadium being live and rocking and rolling and loud. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I absolutely do. And I just, I just want it so, I want it so blue in there, people get sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's what I need. That's yeah. what I need. And, you know, uh, we come over here and we handle business. The first thing I'm doing before, we, before anybody even knows who plays in the next game, I'm like, hey, buy your tickets now. Yeah. Buy your yeah. tickets right now. Yeah. Before yeah. they even know, yeah, just 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 load up. <laughs> I love it. Building ain't got no roof. <laughs> no, at no. all. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> is coming. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so we've launched a movement here on Three HL. We want that played in the fourth quarter, like the Steelers play Renegade and everybody loses their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want that played in the fourth quarter. Yes, absolutely. I think we should. You're down with that, you know what I'm oh, saying? Absolutely. See, they, they go to cosign. They go to stamp. That's all we need. The sapphone stamp. I told you kicking off to that. I, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Hey, man, it's different, man. And all you need is that first ball to the beat. Oh, that's bang, it. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> and let that thing bang. Oh, my God. Some, somebody it's said be on. after every, every Derrick Henry carry, just play that little opening part of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go People down. People lose their mind. Do you have a pregame ritual? Like, Ben Jones walks around with bare feet no matter what's going on. Yeah. It could be zero degrees with snow on the field. That's right. And he's doing that. Do you what's your like pregame ritual? Like Steve McNair used to go to sleep. He would take a nap. Oh wow. That's I tough. can't do that. That's tough. That <laughs> tough. I can't do that. That's but, tough right now. But you know, uh usually for me, usually for me, I just gotta make sure I get in that hot tub. It's all it's all about getting me as loose as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanna be ready to go for the game so I can really cut it loose. I'm gonna be hurting tomorrow. But <laughs> yeah. you know, I get loose for that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel it when you came, you came back into town this week? You feel the energy? You oh. feel a little, a little different? Even oh, yeah. outside y'all complex? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? There wasn't – nobody was wearing hats in, uh, on the first class of that Delta flight. Delta flight. And then <laughs> <laughs> I get on there. We sit down. We watch the game. I see about five Titans. Out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we here now. Yeah. <laughs> and we're coming from Salt Lake City, Utah. I was like, man. <laughs> I, it was it was incredible. So yeah. I'm super I'm super excited. I'm yeah. so excited to see um you know see how the fans react to possibly getting Derek back. Yeah. I mean he step on that field, I might might go deaf. <laughs> yeah. We saw videos to today, man, and uh he was cutting between two guys and yeah. and he was unloading. Oh yeah. And like Two's our skipper, God love him, looked like he didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just taking free beatings, man. Ain't nobody with that, man. Hey, it's a it's it's tough on his part because you know, it's like, all right, I want to thud him so that, you know, Derek can start getting used to hitting again, but then it's also like, all right, I can't hurt this man. I need to keep this job. I still I still got bills. <laughs> yeah. Can't explain that going back. <laughs> hey, you mentioned Aaron Donald earlier. I'm curious, when when you were with the Rams, did you do ones versus ones? Did you go up against that guy? Yeah, so so it was kind of weird. Like, we did a little bit more one-on-ones in the past than we did with my, my last couple of years in there. I think the guys are just trying to keep people from getting hurt, and they were like, hey, we're going to learn more from just playing ball anyway. Fishbone is very veteran-friendly, <laughs> yeah. let's say. Yeah. yeah. In yeah, terms 100%. of managing time and all those things. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when we when we were uh when he first when he first came, I mean, dude was so fast. At I think he was three hundred pounds back then. He was so fast and he was so low to the ground. I mean, it was a challenge every every play. Yeah. And then when he started really getting it, it became even harder. And you know, uh the everybody talks about how angry he get on the field. 
and how he always want to fight somebody. I'm like, yeah. listen, I have played against this guy. I've hit him as hard as I possibly can. I have never had a fight with him once. Yeah. I think it's more of a respect thing than anything. And sometimes, yeah. you know, when you're on top, everybody wants a piece of you, mm-hmm. and people are like, I'm not going to be bullied. Yeah. And he's like, well, just because you don't want to be bullied don't mean I'm going to be bullied. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you start seeing them unload on people. Well, I thought it was interesting that the buildup to that Rams game that y'all played, and nobody gave y'all a chance to win that game. Right. But the little side note there was Big Jeff getting an opportunity to show everybody that Aaron Donald's not the only defensive tackle in the league, right? And he comes up with three sacks that day. Yeah, huge. Do you see some of Aaron Donald and Big Jeff? Um, No, I think they play two completely different play styles. I mean, Aaron uses his quickness, and he has power too. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but, but he's he can quick, catch people. He can, he can catch people off guard with yeah. worried about his quickness, and yeah. then he'll run down the middle of you. Jeff is like, hey, you know I'm about to bull rush you, but you can't stop it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm going to go ahead and say it. His hardest reps was in training camp, and he know that, and he yeah. just unloads on people, and I love watching it. I'm his biggest fan. But, you know, in training camp, you know, we hate each other. So, <laughs> right, right. So your mindset in training camp is, like, to get better. Like, any competitive person wants to get better every day, right? Like, that's the whole goal. You but should hear the John going on between the two of us. Yes, yeah, but, right. but you right. also <laughs> understand, like, I can make this guy better oh, by 100%. giving him my best. 100%. And, you know, our coach, Coach Rabel, would talk about it all the time, you know. And then even when we even when we have, like, a tough day where we're both kind of arguing on the field, we'll come off the field and we'll just say, iron sharp as iron. Yeah, it is. And that's all you need to say. It's, oh. a, it's a respect thing after that because mm-hmm. – you know, we got to the point where we started asking each other about, hey, what did you see? What, how did you stop my rush Gosh, doing that's this? A, that's a you know great I mean? place to be, and, isn't and it? That veteran, oh. that veteran leadership, I mean, it's almost made Jeff mature way faster than I've seen other rookies mature. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why he's captain. That's why he, you know, helps lead the squad in, in pregame warm-ups. And, you know, that little bit of leadership all over the field has taken this team where it needs to go. That's big, man. What do you see that's from big. the Bengals? Obviously, like, Joe Mixon is the kind of guy, like, if you just look at the numbers, you'll see three 100-yard games. Yeah. He is third in carries in the NFL, third in yardage. But he's he's such a talented player at so many different things, right? Yes. Yes, 100%. He does a great job of being able to feel where his blocks are. Yeah. And he's going to just hit that gap as, as, as humanly, hard as human possible. A lot of those guys, you know, if they're, they're reaching out for an arm ca- tackle, you're going to still see the, the lineman connected. And yeah. That's when they're going to keep driving them and then – he finds a way to slip through. He uses good quickness. And, I mean, his screen game is, is pretty legit. It's, legit. it's the, pretty legit. And the reason why I ask you that question is I assume, being an offensive lineman, you like to see what other offensive lines and, and run game fits look like and, right. and things like that, as, just as an analyst, like watching football. So that's yeah. why I ask you that question. Yeah, because it's, it's like it's, when, you play, when you play in the NFL, it's hard to not watch your position Yeah, you know, when people are on the field. So I love watching all the games. And I got to get all the recaps, so you know I kind of look for those things when I'm when I'm watching these guys. And plus, you know when when Derek was was healthy, we were we were looking at those numbers. Like we're like, all right, we 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 got a comfortable lead at 300 yards in front of everybody. Yeah. And then of course, you know he's still ninth in the NFL. Yeah, that's crazy. Playing eight games, not playing nine, he's ninth in the NFL. That's right. And he was on pace. He would have beaten uh, JT by 190 yards. Yeah. And we all know that he gets going toward the end of the season. He would have been over 2,000, which I know you said in the offseason to us that that was important to you. Right. It was. It was very important to me. But then, you know, of course, after he got hindered, we were just trying to make sure that he was just okay yeah. uh, physically and mentally. 
you know, it's kind of like that Cam Akers situation, mm-hmm. tear your Achilles. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to be able to even play. He comes out there, he plays. Last night, he looked great. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was laying the smack down when he was running downhill. He looked quick. And yeah. that's the same thing with Derek. Derek came back. Derek coming back around this time is just huge. Honestly, I feel like he could have came back even earlier. We were just being smart about it. Yeah. But, you know, the way that he attacked his rehab, I mean, there was we, we there was no shot that we didn't think he was coming back. Yeah. I remember you said that. You said, man, this man, don't he, he's attacking it effortlessly and, and, and ferociously all at the same time. Like, nobody works harder than him. So, yeah, that's good to see him back, man. All right, uh, let's take a break. We got more Roger Saffold uh, nice enough to come after the team meeting uh, to Buffalo Wild Wings at Cool Springs. We will also pull the name of the winner of the Titans Bengals tickets. Uh, oh. We'll do that in the next segment, and uh, that's a tough one to get. Stay tuned. This is 3HL. Three HL one zero four five the zone. Appreciate everybody being out here in Buffalo Wild Wings. Look, Slay, we got standing room only at this place. It's popping. It's on and popping. I see a big man and a bunch of orange at the front door. That's a real one, in. That's what you see. Roger Saffold sitting here. This is Three HL Brent Doherty, Rod Slay, Don Davenport has the day off. Buffalo Wild Wings at Cool Springs. We're getting ready to get give away the Bengals Titans tickets. We do have a winner pulled. We have That's that for you in just a second. Roger Saffold with us. Busted a move over here, young MC style. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate that, bro. Yeah, no problem. Um, Tennessee plays Vanderbilt tonight in basketball over at Memorial oh, Gym. Oh, do, you have, do you have an opinion about that game? Do you follow college basketball? I haven't followed college basketball as much um, since, I don't know, maybe five years ago. It kind of it kind of got lost. But uh, – I mean, obviously, you know, I'm going to go with the balls. Ah, Look at that, Slay. You know, there I'm going to go, go with OG. the balls. You know, I'm going to go with the balls. Uh, I love it. And you know what? My boy Chris, he actually uh, he actually played for Vanderbilt, so I know he's going to be upset <laughs> after he heard his radio show. But let's let's be real. Yeah. Hey, we, we've all got friends that played there, man. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they play tonight at 8 o'clock. Late, late start. Uh, looking forward to it. You can catch it right here on 104.5 The Zone. Um Titans Bengals tickets, that's yep. a hard one to get. Yes, yeah. I ain't going to lie. That's yep. why I think you see a bunch of people standing around here waiting to hear this name called because our guy Rich did draw a name out of the box, and Ron Slay has it in sure his did. hand. Oh, all right. The winner that will be attending the Titans versus the Bengals on Saturday. Three thirty. Look at him drawing it out. <laughs> Sappho, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, I like this, it. I like <laughs> it. Just go, go burn your fingers. Yeah, this this goes too. <laughs> the person with two first names, <laughs> Chris Corey. There he hey, is. There you go. Oh yeah. So, Chris, two Chris, first names. Chris has been sitting here the entire time <laughs> that we have done the show today. He so well. He so well. And oh, guess what? Right. Rich tried to put the pressure on me and make me draw it. And I, I went all the way to the bottom of the box. So whoever that was first. Since was there you first, go. Chris Corey, congratulations. Good hey, job. thanks for all y'all that came out here. Uh, it's going to be Most a fun Saturday, and I know you're looking forward to it, man, because 
People don't understand, maybe they do, how much of a grind the NFL regular season is, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're in such a week-to-week mode. You're still in that week-to-week mode, but there is a finish line out there. Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. a big trophy at that finish line. Yep. And as I was telling my kids the other day, who happens to be a senior, and we were talking about education, and I'm like, look, man, you see all these people running these races in the Olympics? They don't see the finish line and stop and start jogging. You run through that tape, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You got to run through it because, see, uh, everybody, every team out there is trying not to, to have their last team meeting like uh, maybe next year. Yeah. And the, and the yeah. sad reality is, is that 31 teams are going to have that meeting. So, you know, what are you going to do? There's no uh, – there, there's, there's, there's nothing out there where it's going to be like, oh, okay, you guys made it a long way. Yeah, yeah. I felt just as bad as I did losing the Super Bowl as I did losing the AFC Championship as I did losing the wild card game last oh. year. So uh, now, that I, now that everybody understands how hard it is to get here and those young guys got that experience next year, uh, last year, I, I, really, I really hope to see just great dominant football play. What do you see from the Bengals' defense? Oh, their defense um, – they're, they're well disciplined. They're well disciplined. Um, you know, poor poor Ogan Joby, man. man. Yeah, that tough, sucks. Man. I, man. I feel I feel terrible. You know, I mean, that guy's been playing his heart out, and he and he doesn't get a chance to you know continue to represent his team uh, through this postseason. Uh, but you know, they're going to put some huge guys, huge guys, uh, on that defensive front. I'm talking about 350 plus. Jeez. So Good boy. you know, it's a huge challenge. I know that their linebackers love to fly around. You know they they got they got great safeties out there. I mean, this is just a well disciplined defense. Love it, man. Uh, we're obviously everyone listening to this show is going to be watching or is going to be at the game. Most definitely supporting you guys in your in your all navy blue, which is uh, the uniform this weekend. Thanks for coming out here, man. Appreciate that. Man. We hope to have another Tuesday show next week in Hermitage. Oh, absolutely, and I'll be on time for that one for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Roger Saffold, everybody. Three, Joe, back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Appreciate the participation. We gone.